What's up, guys, and welcome to Luke's Mind Power Podcast. I'm your host, Luke Mindpower, and today, with my special guests, you're in for a treat of extraordinary, enlightening conversations, motivation, positive energy, and empowering inspiration so that you can live your life the way it was meant to be lived. You are not alone, and your happiness, healing, and personal growth is just one decision away. And this could be the episode that sparks your soul. We got this. Let's go, baby. What's up, everybody? Welcome to part two of this podcast, Luke's Mind Power Podcast. Thanks for tuning in. I know you probably listened to the part one about my story, about who I am, about how I grew into becoming this person, uh, especially with this new personality of Hans, Hot Hans on TikTok. Uh, it's been an amazing journey. But as I was doing part one, I was just uh, sharing my life, sharing my journey, sharing the things that I've gone through. And also in the moment realizing that, wow, you know what, there's so much, there's so much for me to talk about. There's so much for me to share. And I got to the point where I was like, you know what, I'm going to finish that episode and I'm going to start a new one because I want to continue it, but give you a break as well, uh, because there's just so much, there's so much for me to talk about. And, um, and so this is part two, and I'm definitely going to be able to share the rest of um, what I was going through and also touch base on the Shaolin Temple bit more because I didn't really finish talking about that and I kind of moved on but it was 2019 back in um, January and February because obviously COVID had just started and the whole of China was locked down and there I was living in the Shaolin Temple living in China while this pandemic had evolved and started so straight away obviously my friends and family, people from Australia were like, oh my God, you're in China. You need to get out of there. It's unsafe. And, um, you know, the world was in panic because of what was going on. And so there I was living in China, living in the Shaolin Temple. And uh, for me at the time when everything was in lockdown, it was very peaceful. Uh, they were very supportive. They had our best interests at heart. And they also allowed us... Um, into their world, into understanding what they were going through and what they were doing for us to keep us safe. Uh, because again, we were under their responsibility and being an, uh, a Shaolin temple that accepts students from all over the world, uh, their reputation was at stake as well. And so they really did have to take care of us as, as students, you know, um, so I remember that day, it was a Wednesday, and, uh, and the, the Shifu said to us, look, you know, there's a pandemic, there's a, a virus, and uh, we are going to request that you do not leave the premises on the weekend, because on weekends, we could go out, we could go to the shopping, we could go to the city in Kunming, China. Um, and so he was advising us to stay indoors, stay inside the temple. And uh, we actually, that weekend, I actually wanted to go out, I wanted to go to uh, maybe get a hotel, maybe go to a bar, have a drink, you know, hang out with some of my friends from the Shaolin Temple. But um, as the Shifu started explaining more and more about this virus and pandemic, uh, I got to the understanding that I was like, you know what, I'm not going to go against what the Shifu is requesting um, and what the staff are requesting. And so from that point on, uh, I didn't realize if it was that serious as well, because it was Chinese New Year. And so uh, going through that, we saw that there was a lot of people on holidays, there wasn't many people on the streets, and everyone was taking a break. And that's what they do in China. But I thought maybe after the Chinese New Year, people are going to come back to work, people are going to come back to the streets, and life is going to get back to normal. 
and it came about the 14th of February and then people still weren't coming in. And then I could actually see how serious this was and that people were actually not allowed to come out. They were in full lockdown and um, even the Shaolin temple was closed because normally during the day when we would be training, we would train seven hours a day. We wake up at 6.30, we'd line up in the morning, seven o'clock, go and have breakfast, come back to the, to the main temple, clean up. We'd have to sweep the floors and clean the toilets and all that kind of stuff. So um, we had to take care of the temple, but people would come during the day while we were training, right? We would do three and a half hours in the morning, have a break, and then do another three and a half hours in the afternoon. So seven hours a day, we would be training in the Shaolin Temple, training Kung Fu, uh, learning these different forms and stretching our body and, uh, you know, boxing, kicking, uh, meditation. But we were doing training this, this Kung Fu style. And during the trainings, there would be people from the public that would come into the temple and they would watch us train in the Shaolin Temple. And so that became something that stopped happening because the temple was now closed and we were training by ourselves and it was very quiet it was peaceful but it was also still quite cold so there were days where the shifu wouldn't get us to do much stuff because he didn't want us to get sick and obviously with this whole pandemic you know you don't want to be um, in a position where your body is unhealthy and um, unfortunately in january my body shut down and i became very weak and i had lost about seven or eight kilos as well uh, it was a new diet for me, vegetarian diet. I've always eaten meat. And so at that time, I got really sick and I actually was doing acrobatics the day before and I fell on my neck. And, um, you know, I thought to myself that I was okay and that I was uh, strong enough to uh, do these kind of acrobatic exercises and flips and all this stuff. And I'm six foot two, so I'm pretty tall. And I was about 85 kilos at the time at the time. So falling on my neck, I don't know, I think that sparked something in my body and my body had this reaction. And then I just felt really ill. My stomach was churning. I felt like I was going to die. I was in this bed sleeping. Mind you, you know, living in the Shaolin temple, you sleep on a, on a piece of wood. You don't have luxury of mattresses and all that kind of stuff. So I was sleeping on wood for three and a half months. Again, all this kind of stuff that I'm doing is out of your comfort zone. It's different. It's unfamiliar. And that's the part of this self-discovery process of getting out of your comfort zone, of growing, of personal development, because you're able to see what your body can handle and what you can go through. Because the more you go through, you grow. The more you go through, you grow through, right? So, but the, the other part of it was that, again, uh, living in Chicago, as I mentioned, that was me wanting to get away from the, the familiar, wanting to get away from my environment, wanting to get away from the people that I had lived with all my life. And that being my family, my friends, right? Work colleagues, people I know. And I just had this urge within me to leave. I wanted to get away. And I started to realize that it was the right thing to do, to get away from what you know. And so if you're wanting personal transformation, one of the best things that you can do is leave the environment and leave the place that you have been living in for X amount of years, for being wherever you are in your comfort zone right now. Best thing that you can do is stop, get your stuff and move. Change. Don't be afraid to change. Have that open mind because it's through change that you will that you will grow, 
that you will see more, you will experience more, and you will become more. Something that I limited myself because I was afraid. You know, fear is debilitating. Fear stops you from doing things. And I was very insecure to travel for many years, you know, by myself. And there I was all of a sudden traveling around the world by myself, doing things by myself, living this solitude lifestyle, which I'd been afraid to do for so long, you know, because again, with my relationships, I wanted to always believe that I have to be with someone. I can't be alone. And you feel insecure and you don't feel good enough if you're alone because everybody's in relationships, most people. And if you're not in a relationship, then there's something wrong with you. You feel the odd one out. You feel like you're different, right? You don't want to feel different. You want to blend in, right? So to do the unfamiliar is one of the best things that you can do because it helps you grow, right? And I'm not just saying this to say, oh, if you're in a relationship right now, break up with that person. No, you can also live in solitude respectfully, and have your own time if you're in a relationship, but it comes down to communication, understanding and respect your partner and yourself. You need to talk, you need to communicate, you need to allow each other's lives to grow and expand because you love each other in a sense where you want each other to be better. And the more that you can have that connection and that understanding and awareness to go, you know what, we live with each other, we are supporting each other, we love each other, but we also respect each other for having our own personal space and having that self-care, giving ourselves that time to love ourselves. Because sometimes we're codependent. We're not even aware of it. I need her to make me feel good. She needs me to make her feel safe because if she doesn't have me, then she's not going to be happy. And so be aware of that because, because codependency is really a dangerous signal. It's a toxic trait of yours that shows that you're not content and confident within yourself and you need someone else. You need validation. You need that gratification. You need something from someone else to make you feel better about your life, about your existence, about your human experience, to make you feel content and, and, and whole. So be aware of that. Because I know in my past relationships, I was codependent. I needed sex. I needed others. I needed that love, attention, those hugs. Because I, I didn't feel safe within my own skin, my own body. So the Shaolin Temple brought me back to the awareness of surrounding yourself with the right people. Because I built relationships with these individuals that I just couldn't believe. I was waking up in the morning, I was talking to these people, we were supporting each other through these different exercises. And, and it was amazing to witness firsthand something that I preach all the time. The people who you surround yourself with is who you become. You become the average of the five people that you hang around. And then and there in the Shaolin Temple in China, learning and living the Kung Fu lifestyle. I learned the power and the influence of surrounding yourself with the right people in your life. And it's not easy to do that. I got questions last night on my TikTok live and people were asking me, how do I not feel guilty for doing what's right for me? And that may be leaving certain people in your life 
letting them go so that you can grow, so that you can develop yourself, so that you can maybe start surrounding yourself with energy and positive energy and influences in your life that you're aspiring to be like, or you're aspiring for something more, but the people that are hanging, you're hanging around with are weighing you down. They're draining you. Maybe they're constantly gossiping or they're using drugs or they're not feeding you with the enlightening energy that you need so that you can be better. And you've got to feel that within yourself to go, you know what? It's time for me to do what's right for me, not what's right for others. It's time for me to say yes to me. And give yourself permission to not feel guilty for doing what's right for you because for so many years, that's what I did. I felt guilty. I remember one time I said no to going to a friend's birthday party, a very close friend too. And I remember his girlfriend calling me and saying, oh, you know, why aren't you coming? You have to come. Like, you know, it's a big occasion and, and you, you know, you're fr you've been friends for so long, like you've got to be there. And there I was trying to explain myself that I've, I've got priorities. I've got other things that are more important. And I did. I felt guilty. I felt guilty for doing what's right for me. But let me tell you, once you start saying yes to you, when you start doing what's right for you, people who really love you and appreciate your friendship and appreciate you as a person, they will either respect you, love you from a distance and let you be, or they'll drop off or they'll judge you and say, well, screw you. But the right people will stay. They will stick. They feel your energy. They feel your value. They know where you're going. Maybe they can't be there right now, but they'll respect your journey and your decision. And so doing what's right for you is really powerful because you then also get to see who are your real friends, who are the real people that stick by you. A lot of people's egos appear when you start doing what's right for you because they're like, hey, hang on a second. Why are you changing for? Come here, come stay with us. Come stay and be like us. We don't want you to change. We don't want you to grow. We don't want you to be different, right? But being different is freeing. It's liberating. It's being authentic, a real, original, not being a copy, not following the crowd, not trying to be like other people, not getting lost in other people's lives. Get lost in yours. Get lost in your life. That's what we're missing. We're always lost in other people's lives. We're lost in the TV. We're lost in social media. You know, start making that conscious intention to go, hey, you know what? Let's listen to Luke's Mind, Mind Power podcast and go, you know what? Maybe he's got some inspiration. Maybe I can take something from that that's going to add value to my life, that's going to empower me to feel better. Maybe I should check out his YouTube channel and type in Luke Mind Power on YouTube and subscribe to that so that I can continue to feed my mind with positivity and motivation. Maybe I can reach out to him and ask him a question and say, hey, I'm dealing with this. Can you create a video for that? Because through your actions of wanting to seek for more and, and empower yourself to be better and to grow and to, to, to make that conscious intention of saying, you know what, I've got to where, I've, where I am in life. I know there's more. I look back with gratitude. There's a lot that I've learned. I've been through some shit. But I've got to let that go because my past does not define my future. Today is the day that you say yes to you and you go, I'm going to take full control. I'm going to take the pen back because for many years, I've been allowing others to write my story. I've allowed others to hold that pen and they're writing it for me. And I'm just sitting back and letting them do it. 
And today could be the day that you go, you know what? Fuck, I needed to hear this. This is the universe talking through Luke. And he's saying, hey, take the pen back. Take the pen back and rewrite the rest of your story. It's crazy that we think and we feel guilty for doing what's right for us when this is our life. Amazing. Amazing. It's mind-blowing that we give others permission to control us. It's like a narcissistic relationship. We allow others to manipulate our minds so much to make us feel inferior, unsafe, un insecure, and mentally challenged to believe in our own self-worth and know that we are who we say we are, but yet we allow others to confuse the hell out of us and think that we're not good enough and that we're going crazy. We allow others to continuously program our mind to not be who we're supposed to be. For what? For love? Is that love? That's the crazy shit. That's not love. That's evil. That's disrespect. That's dishonesty. That's negativity. That's pain. That's trauma. When someone does something to you that's disrespectful, that's not genuine, that's not loving, that shows the energy that they have within themselves, the trauma, the pain that they feel within themselves, that they want you to feel confused and, and that pain as well. Because they haven't healed that part of themselves and they're so unconscious that it's debilitating, that it screws with their life so much that they can't bear it. And so they want you to feel that. And that's how they communicate that to you. But going back to the Shaolin Temple, one of the best things I've ever done in my life, going to a foreign country, sleeping on a wooden bed, eating nothing but veggies and rice, getting sick, not trusting Chinese medicine and a Chinese hospital because I had my doubts and you know, you hear stories about different hospitals around the world or whatever. And then eventually I went and it was the best thing I did. They healed my whole body. They gave me these herbs that I used. And it was just amazing to be able to experience that. But there I was in fear and saying, if I don't get better by Monday, I'm going back to Australia. And then one of the managers and teachers said, hey, Luke, I'm at the hospital. Come now. And I went there and they fixed me. I started getting real amazing treatment and they showed me the machine and I saw the machine and they were making all the herbs and, and the medicine for me to take for the next two weeks. And I got better. But my body was just in shock, man. I'm trying to do acrobatics and eating veggies and rice for two months straight was just uh, different. And my body was confused. I'd been eating meat all my life. So... That was really challenging to, to go through because I felt like I was going to die, you know? And, and then I eventually came back. And as I mentioned to you before in part one, that I came back, I helped a friend of mine, DJ Danilo. I helped my sister grow and evolve and get through her anxiety. Um, you know, I've witnessed over my journey over the last 18 years, 10 nieces and nephews. I have three older sisters. They've got three kids, three kids and four kids each. And to witness 
being a mother. I've lived with all of them. I've seen how difficult it is. I've witnessed my sister go through a divorce and see how challenging that is to be a single mother, to raise three kids. You know, so not only do I speak from my own personal experience and through relationships and love and insecurity and self-doubt and, and lack of self-confidence and not knowing who I was and not living with my purpose and not knowing what my passion was, but I've got to experience life from another point of view, from, from being married, from seeing what marriage is like, from, from seeing what divorce is like, from, from a child's perspective and having experience in, in communicating with children and, and seeing myself in my nieces and nephews and seeing what I was missing as a child. And I was missing that. I felt like I was missing that love and attention and affection. And, and I didn't get that confidence that to be instilled in me. And that's what I do to my nephews, for example. I see them. I can see maybe there's some insecurity there. And what do I do immediately? I give them love. I fill them up. I tell them that they're enough. I tell them not to worry about what anyone thinks of them. Because I never heard any of those words. I tell them that loving yourself is the best thing you can do. No one ever told me that. I had to learn it myself. I see the insecurity. So it's a blessing for me to have the family that I have because now I can use that experience of everything that I've gone through, living with all my sisters, seeing how they raise the children, seeing the struggles through marriage, seeing the divorce, seeing the challenges with children, being that uncle. It's a blessing. But now I get to share that with you. Now I get to understand working with my clients in my personal development coaching who have been through divorce, who are going through divorce, who are married, who have children. It's not that I haven't been there. I'm in there. Sure, I'm not living it firsthand with my own children, but I have so much experience from a different point of view. I see from the outside in I see the struggle. I see the stress. I see the anxiousness. I see the giving. I see how depleted you get because you're constantly trying to survive. You're in survival mode. You're not in thriving mode. You're trying to show up every day to feed, to organize, to manage. But none of that is about yourself. It's all about the kids. It's all about the life. It's all about the house. It's all about the husband or it's the vice versa. It's all about the wife. It's all about the kids. It's all about going to work. It's all about getting up early. It's all about your unconscious habitual habits, right? That you're even unaware of. It's all about the autopilot lifestyle that you're in right now, because that's all you do, because that's what you need to do to survive and put food on the table. So coming out of that, experiencing all that, living with family and sisters. And there were a few moments there during the last 15 years where I lived by myself. I lived in Hong Kong for seven months and I worked there and that was an amazing experience, but I really missed my family. So eventually I came back. Um, but again, all of this was part of my process to get to a point at 33 where I, I woke up, you know, and hence why I call myself Luke Mindpower is because I realized that not only was I inspired by an amazing individual who I'm uh, interviewing in the next couple of days, David Power Talk from New York, 
but his name inspired me was that power there because I was like, we all have that power. Right. And, and I realized that, wow, I gave up my addiction. I was addicted to cocaine for seven years and I had to stop what was weighing me down. I realized that I had to eliminate whatever was toxic in my life for me to grow and evolve and be a better version of myself. And so those were parts of my awareness and my mind power where I didn't go to a psychologist or a counselor or a psychotherapist or rehab to get myself out of that addiction. I did that because I found something greater. I found purpose. I found meaning. I found understanding. I found self-awareness that, hey, I can be better. But look around you and what am I doing in my life that's not feeding me and helping me be a better person? Eliminate that shit. And I was able to do that through my mindset. And then hence where Luke Mind Power evolved because I was like, wow, mind power. Because it's your mind and your power to make that decision. And so that's a little bit of background about where Luke Mind Power came from. So moving forward, I moved to my parents' house. And this was an amazing journey for me because over the last 15 years or 16 years, I'd never really built a relationship with my parents. They really didn't know who I was. They only saw me when they came to Sydney. They moved to Newcastle. Uh, two hours away from Sydney as they built a house there back in 2004. And I didn't want to move there because I grew up in Sydney and I was like, that's not my hood. I've got all my friends here, my sisters, and I don't want to move there. And I was reluctant and relentless in that stage of my life. I had my car and, uh, you know, I was just doing my thing. I was young and doing what I thought was right. And so here I am 16 years later, and I'm like, I need to leave my sister. I've given my time and energy to her. I've helped her heal. I've allowed her to learn her worth and to love herself and to be more self-aware of, of her habits and, and, and the value that she brings to the world. And I was just felt it in my heart. And I was like, wow, it's time for me to go home. It's time for me to go back to my mum's. Time for me to connect with my mom and my dad. And so I came back in the first couple of weeks, there was a lot of clashing. You know, I'm not religious. My parents are. I grew up that way, but I made up my mind that for me, that was something that was disconnecting me from connecting with the whole world. And I had to realize that moving away from religion was giving me the, the ability to communicate with a universal tongue and speak to everybody. Um, and it allows me to be more open. Um, and so... There was a lot of clashing, a lot of conversations, a lot of heated arguments because my parents were looking at my work and they were looking at the way I speak and what I put on social media and they were kind of critiquing me and giving me their own opinions and kind of judging me in a sense because they didn't agree with some of the things that I would speak about. And so then we had these conversations. And then I also had these triggers and these emotional triggers. And this is where emotional intelligence comes into part because for many years I've been triggered. For many years, people say things to me about my weight or my physical appearance. And every time I would hear that because I grew up so insecure and allowing people, myself to, to think that I'm not good enough because of my weight or because of the way that I looked because I was very skinny, um, that has stuck with me. And I've never healed that part of myself because I never felt good enough. And so coming to my mom's house, 
there was a few moments there where I was actually, I lost a bit of weight. I did some fasting for three days, just water only, which also transformed my life. Shout out to Lex Stays Liquid from South Africa for tuning in and helping me do that. Um, but again, the other big thing I learned from the Shaolin Temple, you are your best doctor. And if you want to heal your body, not the doctor's not going to heal you. You got it, Your body naturally heals itself. But the thing is, we're definitely putting the wrong foods in our body, which is not allowing our system to work in flow, in sync. And so eventually your body gets sick because you don't feed it correctly and you don't have the right movement. You don't exercise enough um, and you're too um, stagnant and, and you're not in flow, right? Uh, and so I had to realize that as well. And there I was doing a 72-hour fast when I came back from um, when I started living at my, my mom, my parents' house. And so through that, I also lost a bit more weight. And then my mom said something to me one time and she said, you need to put some weight on you. You're too skinny. And she triggered the hell out of me. I hated it. It took me back to my childhood. I lost it. I got really angry and upset and I stormed into my room and I said, F you F off. And then and there, I realized that I'd lost myself. I realized that Luke Mindpower was no longer there. And I realized that that was my 14-year-old self chucking a tantrum. Just have some coffee. And, and then for the next week and a bit, I was depressed. I was staying in my room. I was sleeping. I didn't want to wake up. I didn't want to come out of my room. My mother even asked me, are you okay? And I said, yeah, I'm fine but I didn't want to talk to her either. But my self-awareness was so heightened and my own understanding that there's something wrong with me and I've got to heal that part of myself. I've got to find out what it is that's going on with Luke inside. And so I typed in on Google, I typed in how to heal your inner child because that was a trigger for me. My mom said something to me and it hurt me so bad I reacted right? That was my emotion. That was my feeling. It was hurt. It was traumatized. So I typed in how to heal your inner child. And I found a lady by the name of Lisa A. Romano. And she started talking about inner child healing. And she started talking about codependency. And then I started doing that research. I was still depressed, but I was learning at the same time because I wanted to understand myself better. I wanted to know how to let go of that. I wanted to learn how to know myself more and not get triggered when people judge me or when people say different things to me. And so the biggest lesson there was not only that I started to write and I started to release my feelings and energy onto my computer and express the way I feel in that moment, but I also started to heal myself. And I also started to realize that the way that I have to heal myself is that I need to now validate myself because I realized that all I wanted, which is what my inner child wanted, which is what I wanted when I was a child, was for mum to say to me, Luke, you're enough. Luke, I love you just the way you are. Luke, I support you in your life and whatever you choose to do, I believe in you. That's what I wanted. And I realized that in that moment. And then I realized that that was no longer my parents' job. That was no longer a job for my mother. That was no longer something that I had to wait on. I realized at that point in time, at 36 years old, that now it was time, maybe not 36, I think I was still 35. 
just before my birthday, I realized that it was now time that I had to take the reins, take control, and I had to reparent myself. I had to validate myself. I had to reaffirm and tell myself that I am enough, that I am good enough, right? Because I realized that I was waiting on my mom because my mom still didn't give me that extra 100%, 150%. She still didn't give me that confidence that I wanted. I remember one day in the kitchen, I was like, mom, all I want is for you to just love me the way that I am. Believe in me and support me unconditionally. I still couldn't get that, right? And then and there, through that experience, through that depressive week and a half that I had, I had to realize that, hey, Luke, you got to reparent yourself and you need to validate yourself. You need to like you. You need to know your worth. And you need to realize that it's not up to someone else to make you feel like you're good enough. It's not up to anyone else but you to give yourself that gratification, that attention, that love, that wholeness. It's not up to anyone else. It's no one else's job. It's yours now. If you didn't get it as a child, that time is past. That's the past. Now in the present, how do you want to show up? How do you want to live your life? How do you want to move forward in your life? It's up to you. So that made me realize that I was also codependent because I was dependent on my mom. I was waiting and seeking her validation because without that, I didn't feel that I was completely good enough. Sure, I was still doing what I love and, and, and speaking and inspiring and showing up on social media and trying to build my business and stuff like that. But I was still hoping and praying and wishing that my mom would support me. And one day my mom would see the goodness that I bring to the world. And then one day she'll go, I'm proud of you, my son. I had to detach myself from that expectation and say, hey, you know what? I can do that myself. I'm enough. So this is your sign to think about your own life right now and to think, who am I waiting on to make me feel good enough? What am I missing? Am I seeking something externally to make me feel good enough in my life? Am I unhappy because my parent or my husband or my partner doesn't approve of certain things that I do in my life? And if they don't approve, then I don't feel good enough. And so through that experience that I went through, again, empowered me made me realize that I don't need anyone else to make me feel good enough. And so that evolved into trying to start a business. Again, I talked about dabbling. I talked about starting different things, not finishing them. Um, where's the, excuse me. Let me just turn down the air conditioner because it's a bit loud. Um, and I'm um, recording on this, so it's going to come through the mic. But anyway, there was a point there where I started a course, Dean Graziosi, Tony Robbins, Knowledge Broker Blueprint. I come back from the Shaolin Temple. I want to share with this quickly with you because it's very important. And you're going to, 
again, see how I grew and how I continue to take action on certain things. And uh, sometimes those things don't work out. But I come back from China. I have to do quarantine. So I'm living in a hotel um, for two weeks first. I come back from China. I'm on the internet and I see this uh, webinar for Tony Robbins and Dean Graziosi, Knowledge Broker, Knowledge Broker Blueprint. Uh, to create my own workshops and uh, masterminds and uh, courses and stuff like that. And so I say, this is me. I'm investing the money. I paid the $4,000. A month later, I get this idea after being inspired by one of the speakers to hey, say, hey, I want get to you, get you out of your comfort zone, create an event this weekend and bring people and present the event. I do this event and then I get this idea, which I had when I was talking to my friend and it was an idea of starting a personal development company in Australia, in Sydney, because I was like, man, I want to connect with people from Australia. I have connected with so many people from around the world, but I haven't focused on Australia, which is where I live. So I thought if I can get five to seven people together who are ready to take action, who are ready to invest into a business idea and grow this personal development platform, we could do this a lot quicker if I did it with more people. And so then I started this company and this project called The High Vibe project. And I did that for about three and a half months with a, a couple of individuals. It started from seven people and then it went down to three. So there was only three of us, but eventually I realized then I got to a point that I couldn't work together with these individuals. I felt like there was a little bit of tension and there was too much clashing and uh, things just didn't feel like they were in sync and in flow. And so I listened to my intuition and I ended that. But then again, I still, I'm dabbling, right? I started this course. I left it. I paid for it. I haven't done with anything with it. Now I start this project. I left it, right? I've still got the course and I can still do it. And I still haven't got to finish it yet, which is crazy. But then I connect with a particular individual who I built a relationship with. And I thought, you know what? This person seems like a very trustworthy person. And I'm going to reach out to them and say, hey, I'm, I've been doing this for a while. I really need some help. Would you be interested in helping me and coaching me and being my mentor in helping me grow my business? And so this is the next part of my life, which leads up to why now I have this character called Hot Hans and why I've grown my TikTok account to over 70,000 people. And this is all in the space of uh, six or seven weeks on TikTok. But there's a story behind this. And so this is the final cut this is from July to December, 2020. I get to a point where I'm reach out to someone because I have this connection, I have this relationship and I feel trustworthy of this person that I'm going to invest time, money, energy, effort, and I'm gonna get results. And so we started working together. I agreed on the terms that were presented and it was a lot of, a lot of, a lot of financial investment. Over the course of the six months, for me, including everything that I gave and that I invested, was over a hundred thousand Australian dollars. And it's actually hurtful because I think about this that it's a business relationship. And it didn't go the way that I had seen it to go. I didn't, it didn't go the way that I believed it would come into fruition. And 
even though there was so much information, even though there was so much work that was put in, even though I was presented with so much um, content, let's say, or knowledge, the results were not what I was expecting. And for me, it was a continuation of excuses and it was a continuation of what was being presented to me. And there was constantly always something that was delayed or that wasn't moving forward and that wasn't yielding the results that I was promised. And after a couple of months, I felt like I was on an emotional roller coaster. And it was like kind of a relationship where you think like things are good and then things are going bad. And then all of a sudden you get that uh, communication that helps you feel from your partner that, hey, now nah, everything's actually okay. It's kind of like being in a narcissistic relationship as well. A little bit manipulative. You feel unsafe, you feel insecure, but then you hear something from your partner and it kind of makes sense and it makes you feel like everything's okay. Then a week later, things are not okay again. Then you get that extra confirmation because you're seeking clarity and your partner says that, nah, it's all good. And so you feel better again. And that was kind of what I was going through. And from about September, no, there was earlier parts. There was earlier parts in this project, in this journey of mine with this individual um, that I felt my intuition. I felt my, the trust within myself. I felt my gut. And it was telling me that there's something wrong here, bro. There's something wrong. This is not right. This individual that you're working with is not right. The, the, the evidence of who they say they are and what they're delivering is not correct. There's something wrong. But because I built this trust and this relationship with this person over the last seven or eight or nine months or even longer, 10 months, I really believed that everything that they were sharing and telling me was truth. And so I overrid my intuition and my trust within myself to allow someone else to control me. Because that's basically how much I believed in the project, in the process and the amount of money that I had invested also had me tied down because I was like, I've come this far. I've, I've spent $50,000 at the time. I can't just back out now and give up. I have to keep going. And so I kept going. I kept overriding my intuition. I kept overriding my, my, my gut, telling me that, bro, this is not right. You've got to get out. I kept allowing this individual to give me the excuses and help me believe and think that this is the right thing. This is all going to manifest into your success. And you're going to be this super successful coach and have this worldwide personal development company. And it was just continuous delay after delay after excuse. Then working on other things that had nothing to do with personal development in other projects. And here I am thinking, why are we doing this when we should be doing personal development? But I didn't even have the balls to ask the question because I trusted this person so much that I allowed them to, to control me. Right? And it's heartbreaking. It's like being in a relationship 
where you love someone so much and you give them so much of your time and attention and affection and presence and energy. And really, it's just a facade. They don't really care about you. They don't really love you. And so through this experience, eventually, this is what we go through in life. We go through these experiences that are heartbreaking, that push us to our limits, that tear us apart. And the gift that you get to experience when you get heartbroken it's a gift because what happens when you get heartbroken, your heart gets torn in the middle and it opens. And that allows the space for the light to come in and to wake you up. And so eventually, after six months of time, investment, stress, depression, there were nights I didn't want to, there were nights I would go to sleep at seven o'clock in the morning because I was on American time because I was investing so much time into this project. And I'm blessed to have a best friend, DJ Danilo, shout out, man, to have a best friend who was there for me for so many days where I was calling him, sharing him all these stories about what I'm going through and what's going to happen. And there was so much hope and he was supporting me going, yeah, it sounds good, blah, blah, blah. We got this. It's going to be good. It's going to happen. And he would just listen, you know, having that one person in your life that you can trust, that you can, that, you know, when you speak to them, they hear you because not everybody can hear you. That was amazing. I'm so blessed to be, to have a best friend that was there for me to help me through what I was going through because I was suffering. I was struggling. I was hurting. But I had to keep pushing. I had to show up to this person and pretend like I'm okay. And I believe that I'm going to get through this. And they kept assuring me that everything's going to be okay. So I get to this point in December where I'm just like, I keep being promised that this is going to start, that results are going to yield, that money is going to come in. And I keep getting excuses. I keep being shown new information. I keep being shown a new idea that, okay, before we do this, we have to start this. And I had to wake up. I had to pick it up and I had to say, bro, this is enough. How much money do you want to invest? How much more time do you need? How much more energy? How much more of you do you want to give to this project that is not yielding anything. I understand patience. I understand that success is a journey and it's not going to happen overnight. But bro, you got to tune in and, and use your discernment and go, man, you know what? This doesn't feel right. And if it doesn't feel right, trust your fucking feelings. And I had to get to a point where I had to stand up for myself. I had to get that courage and, and make that phone call. And say, I don't want to hear any more excuses. 
but this relationship is terminated. And I no longer wish to move forward or be in communication with you. And I wish for you to delete everything that you have about me on any platforms, on your own platforms. And I no longer wish to communicate with you at all. I didn't even want to go deeper into the conversation because I didn't want to hear it. I didn't want to hear any excuses. I didn't want to hear why. I didn't want to hear what's going on or any kind of communication of that form because that's what I'd been listening to for the last six months. I got to a threshold where I was like, enough is enough. You know, I've heard of marriages, for example, that people are in a marriage for 14 years and it was up until the sixth year is when they realized that they didn't want to be in that marriage anymore. But it took them six years to leave that marriage. It took them six years to go the courage and go, I want a divorce. And I was like, bro, there's no fucking way that I'm going to continue this for another day. Because I was losing myself. Losing myself because I was allowing someone else to control my life, my future. Man. To take action, to have the courage to speak up for yourself. It's fucking hard. It's not easy. It's not easy to stand up for what is right for you. Why? Why is it not easy? I had to invest all of my money. I didn't just invest half. I gave it all because I was like, no limits. I'm in this deep. I'm just going to keep going. Even though it was wrong. And the biggest lesson, when I, when I made that phone call and I disconnected the relationship and I said, I'm done, I'm out. See you later. Delete all my shit. Don't want to talk to you anymore. After that, I was nervous as hell. I've, I recorded this whole conversation. But I did it because I had to stand up for myself. What's right. I had to stand up for what's right. It's hard. It's hard to stand up for what's right. Is that crazy? We feel guilty for doing what's right for us. And... I just remember that moment and it was just so liberating because what you see, yes, I went through depression. Yes, I started drinking heavily. Yes, I started smoking a lot because I was hurting. That was my escape. And I'm blessed to have very supportive family that supported me through, through the process through the exit because they thought as well for they wanted my success as much as I wanted it. They thought that everything was happening and it was going to be amazing. And I was sharing them with my uh, results and what was, what I was working on and showing them that I'm going to be an author and all this bullshit, but it was rubbish. So they were waiting for, you know, the younger brother to show up in the world and to reach levels of success that they had hoped for, I had hoped for, and it didn't happen. And to have a best friend that supported me through the journey as well, I'm very blessed. But the biggest person and the biggest influence and the person that was going to change everything and that was going to 
uh, move forward from this and we're going to support me number one is myself i had to be my own superhero i had to stand up for myself i had to trust myself i had to really own me and say hey it's time bro it's time to move forward it's time to let shit go it's time to stop allowing whatever's weighing you down to control you and hold you down and we do that far too often. There's shit that's going on in our lives right now that's weighing us down and that's stopping us from being better, that's stopping us from really being true and authentic and living our truth. And whatever that is right now for your life, get rid of it. It's going to change your life. It could be a relationship. It could be that person that you're thinking about dating, but you just don't feel ready for, but you feel slack because they really like you. But in truth, you're not ready for that. And you know that their relationship with you, it's kind of weighing you down and it's not letting you feel safe and peaceful. And maybe the right thing to do is to call that person and say, hey, you know, you're an amazing person, but I just need me right now. I need me more than you need me. So I got to do my thing. So I got to, I got to, I got to move on. I got to move forward. I got to let you go. Maybe that's what you got to do. But with no action, there'll be no step forward. And so a couple of days later, come New Year's Eve, I created this video and I was in the garage in my house and I was making TikTok videos and I created this story about what I've gone through. And I made this video on TikTok. And when I woke up on New Year's Day, I saw like four or 500 messages from people that had reached out to me to show me love, to say, hey, man, it's okay. You're going to get through this. I got you. I've been through something similar. And at that point, at that moment, it was like four o'clock in the morning, New Year's Day. I was crying. I was reading these messages and I was crying because I was like, felt the love from TikTok. I felt the love from the family. I felt the love from these people that I didn't even personally know. And there was so much love being sent to me through this video. And I was like, wow. That's extraordinary. I can't believe it. Like that empowered me so much to believe that, hey, you know what? It's going to be okay. And naturally, you know, I invested time and I was looking at trends and I was looking at TikTok and my account and, you know, I'd grown it to a few thousand, I think, by that time. And then I started to try different things because I'd been through this battle over the last six months that was stunting my growth, that was stopping me from being me, that was controlling me. And all of a sudden, I stumbled across this amazing person. And maybe I can interview her. I'm going to reach out to her and see if she wants to do an interview on the podcast. But her name is Miss Alonzo. You can search her on TikTok, ms.alonzo. And I found her videos to be so funny, her facial expressions, and but everything that she does is, is in Spanish. And I just saw her and she inspired me. And I was like, wow, maybe I can do something similar. And so I started to make these videos, these funny videos with this person that I dressed up with this outfit. And after a few days, I realized that, hey, people love this guy. And this is actually a different version of myself. 
And that's where Hot Hans was created. That's how he was created. But it all came from something challenging in my life that was controlling me for me coming out of that, taking action and trusting myself. Because the biggest lesson from all of that was trust yourself. Don't let someone else don't don't let someone else weigh you down or control your life. If something's weighing you down, let it go and get the hell out. I know it's easier said than done. I know that if you're married and you got kids and you know your relationship isn't that good, it's it's easier said than done to say just pack up and leave. I get it. But you've got to feel it within yourself. How much do you want your happiness and your peace of mind? Because remember, stress is debilitating. Stress over a long period of time for your body equals disease. I truly believe that. The more stress you put over your body over a long period of time, your body can only take so much and eventually you'll get sick. So it's really important that you tune in to the way you're feeling, your mental health, your physical self, your spiritual self. Understand what's going on in your reality right now. Don't be ignorant to your reality because ignorance is bliss it's true you're ignorant to what's going on because you don't you're, you're afraid of change you're in your comfort zone you've gotten used to not being treated like the queen or king that you are you get you've used to you've gotten you're, you're numb now to being verbally abused or physically abused or sexually abused it's happened so many times you've it, you're like okay i'll just go to cop it again so trust yourself that's what i had to go through and that's why i've come out on TikTok this year and you can say that it's luck but i posted a video because my friend said to me bro, I found this really cool song, dance to it, because it'll go viral. And it's, it's at like 60,000 views. It's not viral as much as my other videos are. But that video took off so much for me at the time, I only had 600 followers. And I thought, wow, oh my god, people really like this. And that made me dance more. So all of December, I was dancing. And then I started to really research and check out TikTok and look at the trends and look what other people are doing and go through the rabbit holes because you click on a user, you find a song, then you go into the song, then you find a video, then you click on that user, then you click on his videos or her videos, and then you click on that song and you see what other people are doing. And it's a rabbit hole and you find different things on there. And then you have to click and connect and say, hey, let me try that. Let me try this. And so I started trying different things. And all of a sudden, I came out with this new character and people loved him. And if you're not on following me on TikTok and you want to see some funny stuff, go on TikTok, type in Luke Mindpower, follow me and have a look and check out this amazing character. His name is Hot Hans. He's from Austria. He's been single for 10 years. Um, his uh, girlfriend died. She got hit by a horse in the woods. And uh, he's got four ostriches. He loves dancing, but he's very serious and he doesn't speak. But... Uh, He's an amazing guy and uh, people really, really love him. And 
his philosophy is all about being original, not a copy, not caring what other people think and just loving yourself and, and doing what you believe is right for you. And so being able to grow my TikTok account from 600 to 70,000 in a space of seven, six weeks. This is an inspiration, not for myself, but also for you to say, if I can do something like this, it's also possible for you, but you have to be willing to take action. You have to be willing to do some research. You have to be willing to take that time. But at the same time, everybody's life is so different. And it took me time. I looked at TikTok a year and a half ago and I was, I was just like, yeah, whatever, it's for kids. But the amount of people that I've connected with and the audience that I've built is phenomenal. And it's a blessing to be able to connect with all these amazing individuals through TikTok. There's so much love on the platform. But anything is possible if you believe it. But the bigger picture for me which I'll finish with is that because I went through a struggle, because I went through a pain, because I had to learn from my adversity and from my uh, failure in a sense, it's not failure because you fail forward, but I was trying to produce something and develop something and it didn't work out. I invested my time and energy into something that was deceiving and scamming and and, and I didn't get what I, what I believed I should have received. And it hurt me. It hurt me to the point where I came out like a bad motherfucker. Right? Sometimes we've got to be hurt because we don't realize and appreciate every single second. I'm sometimes not appreciating every single second. It's not until it's too late that we go, damn, I wish I'd lived my life differently. I, I wish I took more chances. I wish I took more risks. I wish I believed in myself a little bit more. Maybe life would have been different. I wasted a lot of time feeling insecure and low on self-confidence. So I hope this inspires you to know that life is precious, time is precious. And as long as you're taking action continuously on yourself, anything in your life is possible. Because I didn't know that I could be use this person that I have within myself, this, this funny side, this comedic side, to create an alter ego and a character that people are in love with that watch, the, watch his videos and absolutely crack up. The crazy thing, I never knew I could laugh at myself so much. I've never laughed at myself so much in this January 2021. And that's why I'm saying 2021, bring it on, baby. 2021, if 2020 was a hard year, make 2021 the new year that you say yes to you, transform your life and believe in yourself like you've never fucking believed in yourself ever before. So that's my story. There's a lot there. And I didn't go into every single thing, but I hope that that has inspired you and that has given you a bit more of an insight, especially for a lot of the people that I uh, follow and that support me and that follow me on TikTok that may be unaware of my story and that don't know that I have a podcast. 
you know, click the link in my bio on TikTok, click the link in my bio on Instagram. You'll see that I have a YouTube channel. Subscribe to my YouTube channel. Follow me on TikTok. Tune in. Stay connected. You know, for me, this is bigger than just myself. This is about building a family. This is about a worldwide community. This is about going through this journey so that we can get to a point where we're allowed to fly again. We're allowed to travel the world. We're allowed to connect in person because that's the biggest dream that I'm seeing happening for me right now is because I'm connecting with so many amazing people. It's around the whole world. I'm, there's people from Qatar and Tunisia and Moldova and um, uh, Aruba and uh, like the Caribbean and South America and Indonesia and Malaysia, Singapore, Vietnam, you know, Austria and Germany and Sweden and Norway and Poland and the UK and, and South Africa and, and all these countries, Australia, New Zealand, it's incredible to be so connected with all these individuals. And I'm just like, wow, I have opened the door to a family where there's no discrimination. There's no division. I don't care what religion you are. I don't care the color of your skin. I don't care all the things that the world makes us think that we are different. Russia. Kazakhstan, China, France, Italy, Spain, Portugal, wow, Colombia, Brazil, Argentina, and everybody is in the house. <laughs> it's a blessing. And so I can't wait for things to really, really um, open up again so that we can travel, so that I can travel the world, so that I can connect with all of you. My success is your success. Your success is my success. We've got this together. We can change the world. And remember that we can't change the world by watching the TV and watching politics. We change the world by changing ourselves because when we change ourselves, we then open the door for other people who are close to us to see our transformations and to say, hey, how did you do that? How did you change? How did you evolve? How did you grow? How, how are you, why are you so positive? Why do you love yourself so much? Why do you feel good all the time? And then you teach them and then they teach their, their friends. And that's how we change the world. So I'm so excited um, to be sharing this story with you. And I know that there's a lot of people on my TikTok platform who have connected with me recently who don't know my story. Um, and I hope that this enlightens you uh, and, and shows you a little bit more of Luke Mindpower, who he is, why he does what he does, uh, and, and really inspires you to trust yourself and know that there's more of you within yourself than you realize, and you don't really know who you are. Because I didn't know that Hans was within me and he was waiting to come out. So it's beautiful. It's a blessing to be here. If you haven't subscribed to my YouTube channel, click the link in my bio on TikTok or Instagram, or just type in Luke Mindpower on YouTube and uh, subscribe. I look forward to hearing from you. Uh, and obviously, if you're listening to this podcast now, uh, I hope you're enjoying it. Uh, you know, it's I've also been able to allow my fam, new family on TikTok to know that I have a podcast because a lot of people don't know that I have a podcast. Um, so it's great to know that you're here, that you're tuning in. And I hope that this message has reached you. 
uh, and is going to enlighten, empower and inspire you to be a better version, to really hone in and trust yourself, to know that you have courage, you've come a long way, you are very resilient and you made it this far for a reason. And today is your day to say yes to you and to move forward, to know that if you want personal transformation, if you want more personal development, or maybe you just need to connect with me because you feel my energy and my vibe and you want to be around that, you can also reach out to me and, and email me at lukemindpower at gmail.com and I can help you grow, transform your life and work on whatever's weighing you down so that you can reach new heights and be that better version of yourself. I'm sending you so much love, so much positive energy, I appreciate you. It's been a blessing to connect. It's been a blessing to share this with you. I cannot wait to speak to you again. And I really, really look forward to continuing to grow with you. Again, this is not just about me. I love to hear your transformations. I love to hear your questions. Uh, I love to stay connected with you. And uh, through my YouTube channel, that's very, very possible as well because I check the comments in there every day. I'm able to reply to you. I'm able to hear your questions and create the content so that it connects with you so that I can help you more in your life. This is Luke Mindpower. I hope you have an amazing day. I'll send a message to Hans and tell him that you all love him as well. And I hope that uh, I'll hear from you soon. Take care and peace. This is Luke Mindpower, and on behalf of myself, my team, and my special guests, we hope you enjoyed this episode. Be sure to share this with your friends and leave a review on the Apple Podcast app. Share with us and the world on how you were inspired and what you learned from this episode. Don't forget to subscribe to my YouTube channel and turn that into your TV so that you can stay positive and continue your journey towards inner peace and love. The link is in the show notes. If you're looking for some laughter, check out your favorite comedian, Hot Hans, as he continues his adventures of Australia daily on TikTok. Just type in Luke Mindpower or hashtag Hot Hans, H-O-T-H-A-N-Z, and you will find him there. Remember, guys, we are in this together, and I'm so happy to be connected with you. Our lives matter, and it is through these platforms that we can keep in close proximity and know I am with you. I love you all. Bless up and have a beautiful day. I'll talk to you on the next episode. Peace.